Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Hey there, it's Album for the Day. I'm John E. This is Jay. And we were thinking about doing something a little different Mm -hmm. because we love America. Oh, that's right. And there's 50 states in this great land. And we're going to put our patriot pants on, and we're going to bring you a little bit from every state, because there's music in every state in this great land. And we're here for the whole ride. So we're going to go state by state, bringing you some of the best bands, some of the best albums that we've heard. Uh, We're going to bring it to you. So buckle up, Buttercup. Jose, can you see? (laughs) Here we go. And as we give you another one of the states of music, Go America, today we get into Arkansas, the natural state. It's such a weird name for a state. They got hot springs. They do. They do. They got hope. And Razorbacks? (laughs) There's nothing more natural than a pig. Especially for breakfast. (laughs) When you're sitting by the hot spring. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Love Arkansas. Uh, Discovered a lot of people that we didn't really know were from Arkansas because they're kind of a mystery state where there's a lot of people with deep connections to other states that are actually from Arkansas. Yeah. Glenn Campbell. Like connect, connections, it's like five states yeah, with Glenn that, are, that are connected to Glenn Campbell. Of them are. <laughs> <laughs> it must be the origin of the rhinestones. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, going going through Arkansas, I mean, you know, great now, musical when you history. Think of Johnny Cash. What state do you think of? Always Tennessee. Always Arkansas. Arkansas. That is where that is where Johnny Cash is from. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's one, when I when that was one of the big ones when I first saw that I was like, wait, what? Get out of here! Get out of here! There's no way because I I, I mean we're from an area like in Nashville, Tennessee that Johnny Cash. There's a Johnny Cash museum here. There's, there's a, a Johnny, Johnny Cash, Cash bar. Everything yeah. here. There's yeah. There's people walking down the street. One of my good friends has a Johnny Cash tattoo. I mean, like. It's a big deal here. Every honky-tonk you go to will play Ring of Fire at least once every single night. That's a fact. Depends on how much ends up in the tip jar. Mm. Mm. Well, yeah. Sometimes they do it out of spite, though. Yeah, I know I would. (laughs) And here's that Ring of Fire again, folks. Who paid them again? I'd put 20 bucks in and be like, play Ring of Fire five times in a row. Oh, dude, I've totally been it'll be to a twenty. Do- it'll be 20 bucks every time you do it. <laughs> Set it up in advance. Exactly. I've been to dueling pianos before and paid them multiple times to play Allentown by Billy Joel. Ooh, who is not from Arkansas. Absolutely not. <laughs> Nor is Allentown in Arkansas. Oh, man. I think the, the one that I was most excited about, though, um, who I... One of those guys is oh he kind of had his whole career kind of under the radar even though he played like the last waltz, um, Ronnie Hawkins, the um, hawk, the hawk. He's the guy who literally had the band uh, as his backing so band. So before the band was the band, they were the Hawks, and before they were 
the band Bob Dylan's backup band, obviously. They were the backup band for Ronnie Hawkins. And so they went from the Hawks to Bob Dylan's band to the and band. Like, Wait a minute. No, we're just the band. We're the band. We're the band. Like and if you have not seen The Last Waltz, please get out, rent it. Martin Scorsese directed uh, this film you as could their argue last this live is show. The greatest thing he ever put on celluloid. You could also argue that it is the greatest live concert ever recorded. Also true. You could argue it. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying I'm it's saying, one of those. I'm saying you could argue you could it. At, we could sit here for an hour on and each of those topics. Absolutely. Easily. And still have and still not resolve the no. question. Be like, it's up um, to you. But Ronnie Hawkins was the first musical guest because he was basically their introduction to the road. He was their introduction to, you know, life as a rock and roll band. Um, and, you know, Levon Helm who became one of the greatest drummers in rock and roll history. We Absolutely. Had, we actually talked about that uh, in a previous we episode. We were discussing about, that yeah. and how his vocals were extremely relevant. And, I mean, just... Songwriting. He can play essential. the guitar. He can play the mandolin. He can play the drums. Versatility. Yeah. He's just... He was, he was one of those guys that you want to you wanna hang out with after the show, after he melts your face off. Right, face melting is important. Mm-hmm. So, um, Al Green is mm. also oh, from man. Forest City, Arkansas. I love Al Green. Yeah, what's not to love? That dude. So there was this one uh, show I saw in um, uh, New Orleans. It was at uh, Jazz Fest, and Al Green is on stage handing out roses to all the ladies in the front. Yeah. And he's got a, I mean, he has flowers and he's handing them out, handing them out, handing them out. And this dude jumps up and grabs one and he stopped the show and was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, brother, brother, brother. I need you to give that rose to that lady right there next to you. And he like turned around and like his girl, his girl, yeah, his his girl was like back there. And like he was like, but but my girl wants one of your roses. And Al Green was like, oh, it was like you saw him just be like, way to go, brother man. Way Let's to go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and it was like, you seeing that, I was like, man, I gained a lot of respect for him in a, li- in a live show environment because sure. it was just so cool. And he was so, his band, oh my goodness. They were just, they were tighter than a blowhole on a dolphin. Hmm. I mean, sick band. And he his li- and his voice live, he's I mean, he's getting up there in age. And I mean, granted this was, you know, 12 to 15 years ago, but he but it was still an amazing performance. Al Green, unbelievable. Speaking of amazing performances, be hard to discuss this state and not talk about Black Oak, Arkansas. Mm. You literally name the band after where Here's, you're from. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also want to point out Big Bill Brunsey. Yep, from Lake Dick, Arkansas. Sorry, but that's an unpleasant name. <laughs> it is. A couple of harder groups have roots in Little Rock. Um, Evanescence, Evanescence, I was going to say, yeah. And Living Sacrifice. Yeah. 
Um, oh, wait a minute. There's also Paul Bearer. Oh. I can't imagine that's not a harder rock group. Uh, that's definitely one. Um, but I think that... Oh, and Charlie Rich. Oh, yeah. You can't say enough about Charlie Rich. No. He's in that set. But he's he. the same thing with Charlie Rich is the same way I feel about, like, uh, Lefty Frizzell. Okay. Where, also from Arkansas, by the way. Um, they're very underrated uh, in the, like, country, you know, kind of. And Charlie Rich... I mean, he had that rockabilly jazz. So Charlie blues. Rich was an interesting guy because he wasn't that traditional. Like I'm just gonna stick in one little envelope. Mm-hmm. He, he was kind of a genre hopper, and um, well, he was raised like most musicians that start in Arkansas, raised on gospel. Sure, you know, and that's where the country music and all that. But. Um, you oh, know, Junior Walker, man. Yeah, but go listen to the album "Set Me Free" by Charlie Rich, and you'll get you'll get a really good understanding of who he is. Taste that gospel. Taste it. It's tasty. That's not my favorite song of his. Yeah, my favorite song of his is one of those, one of those real. Really, that's <laughs> Charlie Rich. Yeah. Wow. There's a lot of moments like that. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, but I think the uh, the real champion that um, that I think is so relevant and just amazing is uh, Florence Price. Hmm. And this is such an I've incredible never, story. Ever heard of Florence Price? Um, but she was the first African American woman to have a symphony performed by a major U.S. orchestra. What in year Chicago was that? In 1933. That says a lot right there. What says even more is her work faded into obscurity when she died in 1953. So when you really start to think about how that that conflict started, 70 getting, years ago. started getting real hot, yeah. she wasn't even there for that. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, she disappeared for a second there, but like when she was able to get any traction at all, but she was struggling against that the whole time. So the interesting thing is um, much of her work was thought to have been lost. And um, in 2009, somebody was going through her old summer house and uh, discovered a whole bunch of stuff. And this uh, this young lady, her name is Samantha Edge. Pardon the mispronunciation if it is one. She is a musicologist, and she also is African-American. And she spent two years going through those archives trying to reconstruct the solo piano pieces. How cool is that? And there was one that was... You know, even even though kind of she'd faded, that everyone was real familiar with. 
Fantasie Negre number three in F minor, which was long thought to just be incomplete. Wow. And when Samantha found it, uh, she was like, the music just ended after two pages really quick. Mm. And, um, so, so it was just, in, st- yeah, just incomplete and they hadn't, hadn't found it yet. So she started digging through there and she was like, well, it starts in F minor, but the second page ends in A flat major. Mm. And so she started using like her other compositions and was like, oh, I can put this back together. And she said, I tried to imagine where the music could go, but I didn't have a piano in the archives. So I was really just trying to work it all out in my head. And she said she had kind of a eureka moment and um, realized that she had more to say in the second key before it went back to F. Mm. And um, she found a couple of pages that matched the first two and um, she put it all together and she took it home to her piano and was like, wow. And she said, when I was playing through the music and it was under my fingers, it just felt magical. Mm. It felt that history was coming to life. I sort of had chills thinking about the fact that I'm hearing this music for the first time in this century. Wow. I've got the chills. That's crazy. So she recorded it, and it's the first time it's ever been on tape. Um, and they released it on International Women's Day. Wow, what a great... That's so fantastic. So there's a lot of great stuff that got discovered. And, you know, it takes somebody passionate to, to follow through with that. There have been a few things where somebody had unfinished stuff and, um, you know, somebody that was very authentic and true to the to the actual person even Mm -hmm. though they're not here anymore Mm -hmm. because it takes that kind of person oh man i'd love it takes that detail throw a huge shout out and a thank you to samantha for not only discovering this but for bringing it to light for everyone else to enjoy and what a fantastic story so florence was born in 1887 in little rock um born florence smith her uh, dad was a dentist and her mom was a piano teacher and her mom encouraged her she went on to study at the new england conservatory of music which was one of the few music schools that accepted black students at the time and she got two diplomas Mm. in piano and organ by 1910 she was head of the music department at Clark Atlanta University. Wow. And in 1912, she married Thomas J. Price, and they moved back to Little Rock. But after a public lynching in 1927, the family moved to Chicago. Yeah, can't say I blame him. My goodness. She ended up... uh, he, He had a problem finding work. They got divorced, and she kept her married name. And she taught piano, played the organ for silent film screenings, and wrote advertising jingles under the pseudonym VJ. Mm, I wonder if that's where they got VJ records. But she started entering competitions for composing. Yeah. And she won several times. Wow. Um, 
1932, her first symphony won the orchestral category in the Wanamaker Music Composition Contest. And that caught the attention of Frederick Stock, who premiered the symphony with the Chicago Symphony Orchestra the following year. So she had a problem getting played in a segregated, sexist era. Yeah. Um, she actually sent a letter to the music director of the Boston Symphony, Sergei Kusevitsky. Mm, of course. Very Boston name. <laughs> to, right, right. She said, I have two handicaps. I am a woman and I have some Negro blood in my veins. Oh. And she just kept writing people. And she got performed in Detroit and Brooklyn. And Contralto Marion Anderson sang Price's arrangement of My Soul's Been Anchored in Delord as the closing song of her, her historic concert at the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. in 1939. So, yeah, go Samantha, because that's just a heck of a story, man. Yeah. Yeah, we wouldn't even know who she was no. if, it, if it weren't for Samantha's work. No. Unbelievable. No. That is absolutely fantastic. Uh, well, I think that wraps up uh, Arkansas for me. Um, you know, some great musicians, but that right there, that's like, that's a, that's a shattering story that I love. Um, you know, music is not um, a soulless entity. Um it is people mm-hmm. people make the music yeah. and you can't make you can't make it that meaningful if it doesn't mean that much to you oh my gosh and there's so many people in that story that it mattered like it mattered um and they could see that passion and oh, they were like dude. oh you know what yeah you're willing to write me a letter yeah that's that's fantastic i'm in yeah Speaking of passion, <laughs> it would be a shame not to talk about how the acting president of the United States played the saxophone on Arsenio Hall. Ooh, I thought you were talking about Biden. I was like, you need to, you need to recognize what? Actually, it was during the election, so oh, maybe okay. he wasn't actually. But let's also bring up Mike Huckabee who was the governor of Arkansas, ran for president, plays the bass guitar. And his daughter is currently the governor of Arkansas. Yeah, but she didn't play a bunch of cover songs during her presidential campaign in a cover band called Capital Offense. (laughs) Take that one, Sarah. Take it, Sarah. Oh, you yes. The gauntlet has been laid. Yeah, she's got it. She's got when when you have to one up Capital Offense. If that's who, if that's who, that's who opened for you. You got to come out like Iggy Pop in a pinball machine, just bing, 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 bing. She has no chance. She has no chance. Oh, I love that. Oh my gosh, capital offense. It's a capital offense <laughs> it, that was allowed. It doesn't matter if it's spelled with an A or an O. It's relevant <laughs> either way. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Only awesome. a governor. Only a governor of Arkansas. Mm, I hope so. <laughs> well, today's uh, state of the music is Arkansas. The natural state. The natural state of wonder. 
uh, you know, be sure to follow us wherever you listen to us. Uh, follow us on Twitter at album the number four the day. Uh, if you have any hate mail, email, love mail, you know, whatever, uh, send us an email at albumfortheday at gmail.com. Uh, thank you for listening, and we will uh, see you next week. Hey, did you happen to see the most beautiful girl in the world? And if you did, did you see <laughs> she was crying, crying? Do, do, do. Ooh. <laughs> After starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!